If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738. 800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Hi, right, welcome aboard to a... It is a Wednesday into a Thursday edition. It is Sports Overnight America. I'm Marty Terrell here on Sports Byline Broadcast. As we talk the world of sports and a whole lot more here on a very busy, again, Wednesday into a Thursday. Dominic Jimenez is our producer. As uh, we get into it, we'll do a little bit on the NBA, the NHL, and uh, we're into the finals now, folks. And, you know, weird. Uh, Two Florida teams, the Panthers on the puck, and then the uh, Heat with the hoops. And then we got Vegas and Denver. So kind of a uh, kind of an oddball. Well, not really an oddball. I'd be careful how I say that. Just different. I mean, different. I mean, Denver, you know, you think Denver sports, you immediately think of the Broncos. I mean, you don't even, you know, you don't get too wound up about the Rockies. You don't get too wound up about the Lanch, even though they were, what, they were in the finals uh, a couple of years ago uh, against Tampa. You know, so you don't you don't get crazy with uh you know with sports out there. You know, Colorado's back in the news with you know the Buffaloes flirting again, coming back to the Big Twelve. Uh, you know, the Pac-12 is kind of running out of some steam. So, Deion Sanders puts them on the map here a little bit. We got some affiliates out in Colorado, so we're serving it up for them today, kind of. But it, you know, listen, it's a it's a weird NBA final, and again, I'm a bitter you know Northeasterner. Uh, Celtics, I mean, still, I mean, I'm over it, but. You know, it's Wednesday, and they got beat Monday, and it feels like it was 105 years ago. It's still hard to believe after Saturday night's tip-in by Derek White that that team could come out and lay the egg they did on Monday. We'll get into the baseball, do some stuff. You know, the Yankees last night got it going, got a you know got a quick two-spot, got up 6 nothing on Seattle on the coast. So the Yanks are starting to get some traction. You know, when you think of baseball right now, I'm thinking Baltimore – Tampa, they got the Red Sox coming up uh, at Fenway. The Red Sox are going to hang around there. That division in the American League East could, you know, probably be a Tampa-Baltimore, you know, head-bobbing finish, and who would have thunk that? The Orioles have been one of the best stories in baseball, and, of course, you got Atlanta, Houston, Dodgers, you know, and then you got a big drop-off, a lot of mediocrity in Major League Baseball. We'll visit that, plus we're going to talk about a movie and get the director on here with some ties to David Letterman. Maestra. Interesting. 40 past the hour on Sports Overnight. Keep it here on Sports Byline Broadcast. Hello there. My name is Seychelles. 
And what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is the punch of flavors that's unlike any other. You get the crispy tenderness of the chicken and that hint of sourness from the pickles. Ta-da! <laughs> hey, I'm Juan. And what makes the Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich original to me is you know you're going to get chicken that's crispy, golden, and juicy. This is the gold standard of chicken sandwiches. Order the original Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich on the Chick-fil-A app today. Real customers paid for their testimonials. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. N617. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printfig for details. All right, it's Sports Overnight America. Marty Trell along the way with Dominic Jimenez. This portion of the show and Dom's download, we had a new sponsor, Mad Meatball, Southwest 12th at Gray Station, right off of Martin Luther King Parkway in Des Moines, Iowa. Pizzeria Pub, Andy Hartman and the gang. They have a big trivia night there. And let me tell you something, right near the Grays Lake Park, uh, the new pro-Iowa soccer stadium. This is going to be a longtime partner. Mad Meatball Pizzeria and Pub. And away we go, Dom's download. Let's get it going, Dom. Dom, with the NBA Finals and the NHL, the spacing on these games is crazy. Thursday night, Sunday, Wednesday. I know it's TV, but three, ga- three days? 
sometimes four between games, maybe three is the most. I don't know. I don't like the spacing. It's been going on for a while. I want your opinion. Uh, where do you go? Let's start with the let's start with the hoops. What do you think? I think it's weird, especially given that it's normally two. It's almost always two in the lead up. Now, if they're you know taking into travel the west to east, and I'm going to use air quotes because some west and some east teams are not exactly in the east and west coast, but. Um, I, I think that's mainly what it is, is the extra TV time, TV time. I'm sure that's part of it too, but also just giving them some extra travel since there is a little bit more to travel and you want the games to be as good as possible, but it is a little bit hard to get a good rhythm when you have three days off in between games. Oh, we got to back up a little though, because the first two games, the first two games are in Denver and it's Thursday, Sunday, there's no travel between Thursday and Sunday. I don't like the spacing even when they're I mean, if Denver comes out and, and puts a hurting on Miami in game one, they got no mojo come Sunday. I mean, you've had Friday and Saturday and then get around to Sunday night playing. That's my point. Uh, and then you got the travel time to next Wednesday. I think it's awkward spacing. I, I really do. So but listen, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. All right, let's break down the teams quickly. I don't want to spend a lot of time and go deep into it. But on the surface, I mean, is. Is Denver head and shoulders better than Miami? I mean, Miami came in as an eight. We know Denver was, you know, no slouch this year. I mean, this was arguably one of the best teams in the NBA, let alone the West. So kind of size up how you see the tail of the tape in your view, Miami East and Denver West. Go ahead. I think Miami is obviously playing way better than an eight seed. And we've talked about this leading into the playoffs. It's all about when you get hot and and you look at the NHL, uh, Bobrovsky, the goalie for Florida, he's hot. That, that's really all that matters when it comes to the NHL. So in basketball, it's who's hot. Miami's very hot. But I will say, I think, and I pointed this out when Denver matched up with the Lakers, I, I don't see how Miami can handle the matchups both offensively and defensively. If, if you want to say Bam Adebayo can kind of cancel out Jokic, fine. That That's valid. But Caleb Martin, is is he going to be able to slow down Aaron Gordon? Miami plays very small, and Denver plays very big, but they're all big and athletic dudes. They're not big, clunky guys. Jokic a little clunky, but if he's the one making the outlet pass to Aaron Gordon or Michael Porter Jr. on the wing, how are you going to stop that? And I think Miami is going to have to rely heavily on the veteran leadership of Eric Spolstra and how they handle defensively attacking the Denver Nuggets is going to be the key to everything, I think. Well, here's the thing. I think we're going to see the coming out party for Jamal Murray. I think he's that good. I really do. Now, he's got to keep the mojo going, and the Joker is a is a handful. You mentioned Gordon. Uh, you know, we, we've seen rotations shorten up We've seen them shorten up a lot, and I didn't pay attention enough to Denver out west to see how short they went. Were they going eight, nine? I mean, the Celtics are catching heat in Boston because they didn't go deep. They were tired players that they felt like they had to rest some guys. You know, that's playing 2020 hindsight. So in terms of rotation, we saw Miami go about eight, sometimes nine if there was foul trouble. Do you expect the same out of Denver? Have you taken a peek at the rotations? Do you think we're going to see short rotations out of Denver as well? What do you think there, Tom? I haven't looked, and I think even if we were to look at the Lakers series, there there were enough 
kind of blowouts that I think the rotation would get a little bit skewed. Deeper. Um, So I will say I know you're starting five solid. Um, I know that they have other capable guys on the bench. They don't necessarily need them. And but I, I but I think for the sake of staying fresh, I think they'll go maybe nine deep. I, I especially early on. I don't think you're gonna blitz it and, and get you know Jokic and Murray and, and all the guys we've been talking about um, too tired early on. Although they have had a lot of rest, so conversely, because they're so well rested, they might only go with eight guys. But I think the matchups and how the games go themselves will dictate things. You know. Miami can get to the line, so Denver, do they get in foul trouble? Miami also can shoot, so does Denver have to go a little bit smaller to counteract the shooters on Miami? So, <laughs> excuse me, I think it, it all matters on game flow, but I'd imagine yeah. it's definitely not going to go 10 deep. Well, in their Saturday 104-103 loss, Miami in that tip-in by White with .1 seconds to go. They went eight. They went Adebayo, Struess, Vincent, Butler, Martin, Robinson, Lowry, Zeller, but only had two minutes. So if you eliminate Zeller, one, two, three, four, five, six, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. They had a seven-man rotation in a game that went right down to the wire. The Celtics went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, but then you had Hauser, who only got a minute. You know what? I, I think I think it's going to be a stretch to see these teams go eight men deep if there's – and I don't have Denver stats in front of me. We'll have to wait and see. All right, I want to do too much on the puck, but it's uh, – from this standpoint, kind of uh, a, bra- uh, a broad swath of the paintbrush here. I don't know if America's pumped up about this. Two warm-weather teams, Florida and, and Vegas. Uh, you know, we get a – I do anyways. We get a little – here north of the Mason-Dixon line. We don't appreciate the South and how big hockey is. I recall a time when we were at spring training one year in Tampa and me and my partner, Kenny Miller, on a local radio station. We were down there covering the Yankees. We were a Yankee affiliate. We walked into a Tampa Bay sports bar in March and said, hey, we'd like to see the Northern Iowa basketball game in NCAA tournament. We walked into that. You would have thought we asked to see their sisters. I mean, they got. Yeah, you can watch it on that little TV over there. It was a Tampa Bay Lightning bar. They were playing. I think it was Detroit, Dom. Uh, We don't realize how big hockey is in Vegas or how big it is in Florida. I've heard it's big in Texas. I don't follow it that closely. I know Phoenix is a disaster. They play in a, you know, basically a public arena or whatever it is. Where, so where do you go with two warm weather teams? Vegas has got a little pedigree, even though they've only been around a handful of years. And then what about the Florida Panthers? Real quick. Yeah, it's a great question because here there is a large handful of people who love rooting for the Sharks. They go to the games. They love hockey. There's also a huge population here in the Bay Area that could not care about hockey. So... I'll say my experiences have skewed what I would imagine the rest of America feels like. And I I don't know how these uh, cities and states feel if it's not their team involved. I I don't know how the passion is for the sport versus the passion for the team. What I think is that it's not going to do well in the ratings. Could I be wrong? Absolutely. Are there a lot of people in Vegas? Absolutely. But there's also a lot of 
tourists. And I think that lends to the Golden Knights' uh, popularity, at least a handful, because especially if you're from out of the United States, you go to Vegas because Vegas is a destination, and you see mm-hmm. the cool, you know, Roman gladiator helmet on a hat. I'm like, hey, that's, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. So I, I, I think it's popular enough that it's not going to be, like, the worst-rated hockey uh, Stanley Cup final ever, but I, I don't think it's it's going to be far from the highest-rated ever. And really quick, Marty, uh, the Nuggets went seven deep in their uh, Game 4 win seven over the Seven deep, sir. Uh, thank, thank you very much. So that that's what it is. It's going to be seven-man rotations. There you go. All right, later on in the hour, we're going to talk to – the director of Maestra. Uh, this is going to throw you a little curveball, but David Letterman is the executive producer, one of the executive producers. We'll do that later on. We'll continue with Dom's download on the other side. Something that hockey's got that basketball doesn't could be a game changer. Coming back on Sports Overnight. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 
a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. All right, Mad Meatball against Southwest 12th Grace Station, uh, Martin Luther King Parkway, Pizzeria Pub, Des Moines, Iowa. Our Iowa Saturday night road shows with college football are going to get a big boost this week. And if you didn't know, the week one start times and kicks are out. Away we go. We'll start on, and we'll get to Dom's download uh, more here in a moment. But uh, Thursday, August 31st, Florida and Utah will kick off the season that'll be eight east espn i'm gonna go through these real quick see if anything jumps off the charts louisville georgia tech on friday the first of september that game in atlanta at mercedes-benz uh that'll be a 7 30 espn and then saturday september 2nd go through the you know look at virginia tennessee and nashville is not a horrible game at nissan that'll be a noon east kick on abc Arkansas State, Oklahoma doesn't do much. Boise State, Washington, UMass at Auburn. Are you kidding me? New Mexico, Texas A&M, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Charlotte. Coastal Carolina will be on the West Coast taking on UCLA uh, in Westwood. Sunday the 3rd, Jackson State, Florida A&M, Miami Gardens, Florida, LSU, Florida State, ABC that night, Monday, Clemson, Duke. That's week one. Uh, just a sneak peek at week two because you're going to have uh, Texas, Alabama. You're going to have Notre Dame, NC State, A&M at Miami, Texas A&M at Miami, Pitt, and West Virginia. So, you know, there's nothing that's got me too wound up. Uh, really, when you think about it, I mean, what's the best game you got? Texas, Alabama again. The rest of the stuff is kind of, I mean, nothing jumps off. Ah, Florida, Utah, I guess, is is decent. So we'll get Charlie Gibbons, uh, co, uh, co-host on the College Football Saturday Night Show. He'll join us both uh, Thursday into Friday, Friday into the weekend edition. All right, let's get back to Dom. we got a lot of ground to cover here as we get it going. Dom, baseball-wise, you know, we had a we had a little flurry, uh, not a, a big flurry out of Tampa at the start. You know, Baltimore's been interesting. You've talked a lot about them. You know, Pittsburgh had a little, you know, little flash and dash here. Out west, you know, the Dodgers got off to a little sluggish start. You know, Arizona's been a nice surprise. Red Sox got out there and got uh, got tamed by Merrill Kelly. They're a decent team. That West is going to be interesting. I know you're down on the Giants, but they're not playing horrible. So let's start out near neck of the woods, that NL West. Uh, is this going to be a, you know, kind of a, at some point, the Dodgers will break away, get some separation. Give me a quick hit on the NL West. Well, the Dodgers are 12 games over 500, so I, I don't know if they're going to completely break away from the rest of the pack because they only have a game and a half lead on Arizona, who's nine mm-hmm. games over 500. So the Dodgers are kind of already getting to the point where they're just being the Dodgers with a winning percentage over 600, but Arizona's keeping it competitive, and this is can San Diego get their uh, stuff together and compete? I I don't know anymore. (laughs) Tatis has been slow since he uh, came back from his suspension. Juan Soto, very similar to Trey Turner in Philly, he's Doing fine, but by Juan Soto standards, it's not very good. Their pitching, which we highlighted, you know, going into the season, suspect, not very great. They're relying on guys like Michael Waka and Seth Lugo. So I don't know if San Diego is going to be this world beater that we thought. Uh, the Giants, literally a 500 team. 
exactly where I thought they'd be in, in under the best of circumstances. It, it, just because of the expanded playoffs, they're still in it, and the NL Central being not very good. But it's the Dodgers division, and I think Arizona stays where they are and finishes in second place. I'm not going to say they make it super competitive. I do think they fade a little bit and the Dodgers pull away a little bit, but it wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me if it's under 10 games at the end of the year. Do you think the Yankees, you know, with the win last night, they're in Seattle again tonight. We'll keep it uh, posted, scores, interviews, and highlights. Is that going to be Tampa, Baltimore, New York? I think Toronto and the Red Sox are just – I mean, I'm surprised at how, you know, sluggish Toronto has been. The Red Sox are just uh, – I don't know. I, they're playing with smoke and mirrors. So how do you see that AL East? Do you think it will stay Rays, Orioles, Yankees throughout? What do you think? I'll be honest. I'm looking at the standings. I had no idea Boston was over 500. Kudos to Boston. I, I thought they were, you know, five well, guess plus what? games they would under. Lead the West. They would lead the Central over the – they'd have a half-game lead over the Twins in the Central. The last place team – I mean, listen, Dom, the NL Central and the AL Central should be kicked out of the league. These are horrible teams. I mean, serious. Yeah, the AL Central has Terrible. been good for years, it feels like. And the, the NL Central, we've highlighted it. Uh, every team there that is – that we thought was going to be good is off to a really slow start. The Cardinals have been terrible, and we knew the Reds and the Cubs were going to be bad. The Pirates have been surprising. I don't think they last, and the Brewers have been really disappointing. And, yeah, in the AL, I think the Yankees overtake the Orioles. I'm looking at it. They, The Orioles have a game-and-a-half lead on the Yankees, and uh, I'm not convinced the Yankees are going to go to the World Series or anything, but I do think they're a better team than Baltimore for the rest of the season outlook. So I say Tampa wins it. Yankees finish second, Baltimore third, and then I would assume Toronto four or five with Boston, but who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, are the Texas Rangers the real deal in your opinion? So that one's tough. Obviously, they have the best offense in all of baseball. I think their run differential is the best in is like plus 50, or they've scored 50 runs more than anyone. Excuse me plus 131 run differential, and I think they've scored 50 more runs than any other team. I think that was the actual number. Um, They're pitching. Yes, run differential plus 131. I'm still concerned about the pitching. The back end. How about Grant Grant Anderson, though? This kid's phenomenal. Yes, Grant Anderson, great debut not too long ago. Nathan Ivaldi pitching like one of the best pitchers. Martin Perez following up his very good year last year with another good one. It's just, it's hard to look at the track records of these guys and say, they're definitely going to keep it up for the entire season. And then you look at the back end, they haven't been too needed much because they are scoring so many runs, but I'm concerned about the back end of the bullpen and it's, it's, it's doesn't sit well long-term and especially when you get into the playoffs and things get tighter once the playoffs start. So I think they're a very good team. I don't think they finish the year as the best team, but they're very good. I think it bothers you, though, that the Rangers are doing so well with old friend Bruce Bochy uh, riding the pilot seat. Got to drive you nuts out there in San Francisco. Your buddy Bochy doing a hell of a job down in Texas. Oh, it doesn't bother me at all. I'm glad for Bruce Bochy. He brought the titles to – helped bring the titles to San Francisco – his time here was up. I'm totally okay with his success. I'm glad he's succeeding. Uh, do I wish he was still with the Giants at this point? Yeah, but that's because I'm not a Kapler fan. But no, I'm not bugged by it at all. Very happy for Bruce Bochy. 
It's going to be interesting. All right. So uh, let's see. We talked about surprises and kind of disappointments. You know, San Diego, and I know you already alluded to it, but that's a head scratcher. I mean, it really and truly is. Here's where I want to go, though. Uh, can the Angels – let me get the standings out. Why is this – with all that talent under or do I just have them overrated because of Otani and Trout are so good? We don't go. We don't. That we don't dig deeper into uh, the the Angels. Give me a quick hit on uh, Los Angeles. I I think it's because they have Trout and Otani that we always have such high expectations for them. But Anthony Rendon has far from lived up to the contract he got with them. Their pitching is still fine, not great. You, you remove Otani from that rotation. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's nothing special there. Uh, Taylor Ward, not the player he was last year. Jared Walsh, not the player he's been the last couple years. Uh, their their catchers have been hurt. I think uh, Logan O'Hoppy got off to a great start and got hurt. He's still out. So they're a 500. They're 30 and 27. They're a 500 team, and I don't know how much better it's actually going to get now with the expanded mm-hmm. playoffs. Could they get into the playoffs? Absolutely. Do they have the talent um, when they're on to do some damage in the playoffs? I'd say yes, but it's still a long way to go to get there, and I, I just, I don't have a lot of confidence in them outside of Trout and Otani. Yeah, and I, and I think that's fair. And you, boy, you're right. Uh, I mean, Renfro has been mediocre. Uh, Ursula. Wallach back at a play. Uh, I'm looking at their box score from yesterday against. And how do you how do you go go into Chicago and play? I think that was in Chicago too. How, how do you, I mean, just terrible. I mean, White Sox are just god awful. Good job, Dom. That's Dom's download. Uh, I want to do a quick preview. We're going to do uh, U.S. Open minutes, uh, folks. Father's Day weekend. It'll be at Los Angeles Country Club, right near Beverly Hills, Wilshire Boulevard. The Los Angeles Country Club. Uh, this is a course, ladies and gentlemen, that the last time the U.S. Open played in Los Angeles. You ready for this? Harry Truman was president. Stalin still controlled the Soviet Union. Interstate highways did not exist. And the Ed Sullivan Show was 10 days from its debut. You're talking way, way back. But the L.A. Uh, Country Club is going to host the United States Open coming up here on Father's Day weekend. And big fairways, which is not a trait of U.S. Open courses. They historically have very narrow fairways, but you got 60 to 80 yard wide fairways. And that means look out. And historically, you want to look at players that have experience on U.S. Open layouts. And there's two guys that you got to pay attention to. That's Colin Morikawa, Scotty Scheffler. They were part of the Walker Cup team that played there at 2017 and don't forget Matthew Fitzpatrick last year he had won at Brookline in Boston before he took down the U.S. Open a year ago so uh, I think John Rahm obviously is going to be con- uh, considered they say Patrick Cantlay has also had some history at the Los Angeles Country Club it is going to be an outstanding uh, U.S. Open pumped up favorite I mean the Masters is great but the U.S. Open our Open Championship is just unbelievable each and every year on Father's Day. Brought to you by uh, Mad Meatball, our U.S. Open updates and Meatball Minutes on the Open. Brought to you by Mad Ball Meatballs. Again, that is Southwest 12th Ray Station in Des Moines, right off Martin Luther King Parkway, here on Sports Byline, Sports Overnight America. I'm Marty Terrell. Keep it right here.
Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800 That's 800-293-0328. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. This is Ron Barr. Father's Day was always special for me and my dad. We'd go to a ball game, go fishing, or maybe even take a trip. There were things that made Father's Day unique and unforgettable for us. I've got a suggestion that will make it the same way for you and your dad. Give him the Omaha Steaks, Dad's Want Steaks package. I can't think of a better way to celebrate his day than barbecuing with your dad. As a special to our listeners, when you go to omahasteaks.com and order the Dad's Want Steaks package, type in sports and get $30 off. I've tasted all the great products from Omaha Steaks, and I guarantee you'll like it, and so will your dad. Give him more than just a gift. Send him an experience he can share with you. Go to omahasteaks.com and order the Dad's Want Steaks package today. You'll get 16 entrees and four desserts, plus eight free Omaha Steaks burgers with your order. It'll be a Father's Day your dad and you will always remember. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword sports. Welcome back. This portion of the show brought to you by the refined Destination Grill. Destination Grill with an E.com in Grimes, Iowa. And uh, we're looking forward to talking to film producer Maggie Contreras, David Letterman, executive producer of the movie Maestra. Maestra. Um, you know, you think of maestro, you think of conductors. I think of Arthur Fiedler, Boston Pops, Seiji Ozawa, uh, the Boston Pops. 
uh, John Williams. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not big on conductors, but man, I want to learn. And that's the beauty of doing interviews like this is that uh, when you're a neophyte, if you even have a morsel of interest, you'll ask the right questions. But um, Maggie Contreras at 39 years old has done a remarkable job. And I like in her bio, it says whether it's working with brands or in the field on her next film, Maggie is fueled by the power of true stories. And yeah, and Hollywood's always been criticized for taking license with the truth and stretching it. You know, we've seen the Kurt Warner movie and they went a little over the top, you know, in order to, you know, they got to they got to make it palpable to eyeballs and attract people. So they get loosey goosey with the truth. And uh, Maggie Contreras doesn't go down that road, which I commend her for that. So it's about five women and their personal stories as they're in a competition as they prepare and perform in uh, La Maestra, the and I'm reading from her bio, the only competition in the world for female orchestra conductors. I didn't know there was such a thing, but high pressure and high stakes. And um, again, Maggie's uh, directorial debut will have its world premiere as the official selection of the 2023 Tribeca Film Festival. So this is going to be uh, this is going to be a pretty decorated film. And it's already uh, getting a lot of advanced pub. And uh, we're trying to connect with her right now. And Dom will let me know uh, when we get her. Um, so it's interesting. And David Letterman is the executive producer. And that's really I want to start with the line of questioning. Is this an investment? What brought David Letterman to the you know, to the uh, project. How did they get him? What does he bring other than name value? I get that. Let's get her in here. And I'm just thrilled to talk to her. Maggie, my name is Marty Terrell. Maggie Contreras, um, just just talking about you and reading about you. And thank you for coming on the program. How are you? Hey, Marty. I Thanks appreciate you. Me. Where are you, Maggie? Where are we talking to you from, if you don't mind my asking? Sure. Well, most days it's kind of a, a, it's a guess. I'm popping all around the world, but right now I'm in my very own office in uh, Los Angeles, which yes, is rare these days. <laughs> well, congratulations on this. How did this, how did this all come to pass? And I'll get to the Letterman question, but I don't want to spend a lot of time on that because there's so many other things I'm interested in asking you, but how did uh, uh, Maestro come to, uh, you know, how did this come to pass? Sure. I heard about it on the radio uh, where I get a lot of my ideas from. Uh, in 2020 was the first time this competition happened. It's happening every other year until it's not necessary, which is hopefully soon. Um, so this is the second year. 2022 was the second competition. And so I heard about uh, story coverage of the first and Mm -hmm. immediately thought oh competition entertaining about an interesting world that we don't generally have access to and it's about women in a men's world which is important to highlight and part of our social conversations so mm -hmm. it seemed like the ingredients for a great movie yeah, it's interesting. And I mean, it's we're talking about five women, right, in a competition. And, and I'll immediately go to cut to the chase. The pressure in this competition is is ungodly. It really and truly is. Can you speak to what these women were dealing with, not only in the competition, but in their lives leading up to it on their path to getting to this point in their in their yeah. conductorial careers? Go ahead. Yeah, Marty. Uh 
the competition can be life-changing for, for these women. It's important to note that conductor competitions, they happen, they're important because if you think about how musicians get their jobs and conductors are musicians, their instrument is the entire orchestra, you can't pick up your instrument and audition. They can't pick up an entire orchestra and show people what they do. They either have to be in a position to be seen already, have someone already championing them, or there's competitions that put an orchestra together, they audition for the competition, and they get a chance to play their instrument in front of decision makers who can make their careers. Um, there's also a cash prize. There's uh, there's a lot of media attention. So there's a lot at stake. And we aren't going to be able to fully participate in their journey in the competition if we don't know what's at stake for them. So right. first act of the film, the first 25 minutes of the film we spend time getting to know who they are as human beings. And for some of them, the stakes are higher than for others. Um, there, I would argue that there is a main character and she's she's our prize fighter preparing uh -huh. for this fight of her life. She's, uh, she thinks she knows what her battle is gonna be. She thinks her battle is on that podium but her battle is actually going back to the city where she was born and raised and facing some demons. So these are human beings that we get to know and love and then watch them be tested in, in their chosen, their chosen career. You know, I grew up in new England, Arthur Fiedler, Sergio Zadawa, John Williams. I mean, Tanglewood out in the Berkshires. I mean, a little exposure to it. You grew up in new England. If you don't know the Boston pops, then you don't know the Boston Red Sox. They're that important I... to the fight. I'm serious. They're that important to the fiber and the fabric of new England. But here's my question. How do you judge this? And how does the, how does the, how does the fan, how does the viewer, the listener, know how these conductors are being judged. So that brings up a bunch of things for me. It The word subjective comes up in this film so many times. I sat down mm -hmm. with, uh, every single time I interviewed one of the experts, every single time I interviewed one of the contestants, and I said, all right, the people at home are gonna wanna know what to look for. They're like any competition about anything, they're going to want to know when someone is failing and when someone is winning. So what are you supposed mm -hmm. to look for? And every single person said, oh, well, oh, it's kind of hard. It's pretty subjective. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's subjective. That's cop out. It is. It's entirely subjective. And um, the best way to know if someone's doing well or not is to close your eyes and listen. Um or if you're able to actually see the face of the conductor, which is rare because their 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 back is to the audience. In this case, we did Correct. have cameras in front of them. Yes. Looking to see how they communicate with the with the musicians, watching that connection, that that sort of the nonverbals 
um, that that's where the energy is. When a musician is at the edge of their seat and really feels engaged, uh, you know that they are being inspired by this person on the podium. One of our, uh, it says in the film, okay, well, a conductor is like a lightning rod. You have the audience behind them, you have the orchestra in front of them, and they are the ones to connect all that energy. Um, it's all going through them. And uh, so, yeah, to know it, it is, it's incredibly subjective. We're speaking with Maggie Contreras. Uh, again, this is a thrill. Um, she, the movie Tara, of course, was very popular, but uh, she uh, has produced and directed this. It is, it, it's a phenomenal opportunity career-wise, uh, a lot of buzz. Here, here's where I want to go with you. I equate, I want to spend a lot of time on the judging, but it's almost like judging gymnastics and figure skating at the Olympic level. There's so much subjectivity. You said the word, uh, you know, the word keeps uh, coming coming out over and over again. And what I find fascinating is judge by closing your eyes and trust your ears. Maggie, I can feel that. I mean, I really can. That's amazing. And that, well, that sounds sounds like something that, you know, makes a lot of sense. Close your eyes and let your ears be the judge, huh? You sound like a radio person. Yes. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that's, that's that's how people should. That's that's how musicians, I would venture to say, should be judged. However, you will see when you watch the movie that that is a troubling spot. Is that some of them were being judged for what they were wearing, how much space they were taking up, if they were smiling too much or not enough, like. At, and the big question comes, well, does it matter? M maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. I think it's it's safe to say, how does it sound? Like how you enjoy music live with your looking at the back of a conductor. So does it does it does it matter? Like what sound are they producing? Um, you you guys are there, I acknowledge your you guys are sports guys. And I, one thing I love about conducting is how athletic it is. Mm -hmm. um, watching them prepare for the competition was incredible because it's so quiet and it's so still. And I mean, I, I, I grew up as an athlete. I played D one volleyball. Like I, and I remember how a lot of athletes rehearse, rehearsing that shot, rehearsing, re rehearsing that touchdown they imagine it. They go through it in their heads quietly over and over and over again. And that's what these women are doing. They're making it into muscle memory. And then once they're on stage, once they're on that podium, the, the, they come out, they come out drenched in sweat, the amount of physical exertion. It's it, they're like dancers. They're like, they're like dancers on a podium. They're like, they're like Shakespearean actors on a podium. That's so physical. It's incredible. And I loved watching them prepare. I mean, that's just an awesome analogy too. You know, and I'm going to say something since COVID we've rebranded this network with sports, entertainment, comedy, and even lifestyle issues. This show here is the Esquire magazine of sports talk. I'm going to tell you right now, I'll do books, movies, and I'll do interviews like this, Maggie, even more so than the bread and butter sports. There's a million sports, raw, 
24-7 sports talk stations. I love dipping into the fine arts. And you know what? This program is more likely to bask in the glow of the Wall Street Journal on Fridays or the weekend edition than we are the sports pages of the L.A. Times. So how about that? I love it. (laughs) And that's why we're so grateful to have you on. All right, I want to know about the cast real quick because we're getting down to just a couple of minutes. And I got to ask you about David Letterman because, you know, look, an executive producer along with uh, Tom Keeney and I'm um, Jonathan Ginz, Jamie Wolf, uh, Natalie Seaver, and Diane Becker. I want to give everyone credit, in, including your co-screenwriter, Neil Berkeley, but the cast and, and the, the other people, quote unquote, behind the scenes, so to speak. Go ahead. Absolutely. So, um David Letterman was was uh, the first person to put his money where his mouth is and to have faith in the story and have faith in me. And he happens to be a classical music fan and he uh, likes to tell stories, help tell stories, get stories into the world that are good for the world. He knows that's this. And um, uh, I'm really grateful for all of the for for the opportunity and the autonomy that came with that opportunity um we have um diane becker and melanie miller who won an oscar for navalny uh diane is uh, an executive producer melanie is uh is a producer neil berkeley who i produced his films for many many years um he's now a producer on mine we 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 were in the field together on this yeah, it's a, was a, is an incredible team. Congratulations, Maggie. You got big fans here. We're going to follow you. I have a special friend in Rhode Island. She's a mid, uh, midwife uh, at the uh, Children and Infants Hospital in uh, Providence, Rhode Island at Brown University. And I just want to give a shout out to her. She's a good friend from my hometown, Liz Howard. She watched TAR. She's seen your other work. And we're really big fans. Good luck to you. It's going to be great. So Thanks happy so much. You. Thanks for having me on. Our- All right, Maggie, thank you. Maggie Contreras, again, she wrote and uh, obviously put together a great film, uh, Maestra, and at Tribeca. So we'll keep an eye on that and uh, grateful for that interview. Thank you, Sports Byline Broadcast and Darren Peck for lining that up. We'll come back. What's on the tube tonight? What's streaming and what's streaming about in the world of sports and some other good stuff here as we talk the world of sports and a whole lot more here on Sports Byline. It's Sports Overnight America across the country and around the world on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Coming right back. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention, and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. 
How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. down the home stretch we go taking you right to the top of the hour stay with us throughout the night and the early morning hours with scores interviews and highlights on uh, sports byline broadcast so you know listen uh we got a little respite here before the nba finals get underway in denver on a thursday into a friday uh so you know listen we turn our attention i'll be honest with you i get a little new york liberty the uh, seattle storm a little wnba wasn't horrible uh you know keeps you in the basketball uh mojo so, uh, you know, people say, wait a second, you're watching WNBA. Listen, I like it. I do. I, I got to admit it. I, can you imagine how far or did you can you imagine the league would ever get this good? I'm serious. It has gotten so good and popular and the crowds. It's just amazing. But, yeah, I got an eye on the Yankees Seattle today. I like those uh, games later on the West Coast. We'll keep an eye on that. Yanks got off to a big start last night, so we'll keep an eye on that for all you Yankee fans out there. And obviously, a full bevy of baseball as we head into the weekend. NBA Finals Thursday and Sunday, and the puck drops on the NHL. I think it's Saturday before they get it going. Uh, Dominic Kimenez, thanks to you. Thanks to Maggie Kacharis, uh, screenwriter, producer, and directing maestro at Tribeca Film. Uh, David Letterman, one of the key investors of that film. Good job out of him. We'll come back at it tomorrow on a Thursday into a Friday. Then Friday, a lot of college football, both Thursday and Friday and Saturday with Charlie Gibbons. He'll join the show uh, the next couple, two, three days. For the whole crew, I'm Marty Terrell. Enjoy.